Hi, I'm Moses Apostaticus. As you probably already know, white people today have brain aids. Now, we've spread this infection to other groups as well, but it started with us and it affects us the most. And the craziest thing about this mental illness is that it actually attacks white people and particularly white males the most. Now, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, let's begin by having a look at what I mean when I say brain aids. It's not hard to find symptoms of Western brain aids everywhere. We've got little kids now whose parents are getting their balls chopped off because they're convinced that little Steve would be happier as little Eve. This trend is accelerating rapidly among the young due to a sustained propaganda campaign from the establishment media. After Trump took power, thousands of mentally ill women dressed up as vaginas and marched through Washington. At the same time, riots funded by Open Borders globalist and Hillary backer George Soros were coordinated across America. Can you imagine if an oligarch funded mass civil unrest across, say, Russia? He'd definitely get his balls cut off. In the West, the media celebrates it. At the same time as this is happening, governments across the West have declared war on their own peoples. We are being replaced at an alarming rate. 50 years ago, our countries were white, with a scattering of non-white faces in our streets. Now, whole suburbs and even cities have been turned over to foreigners. The reasons given for this by our governments and the establishment media are bogus. This isn't happening naturally. Our rulers know what they are doing. They are intentionally getting rid of us and replacing us with mixed-race societies which will be easier to rule. They want to turn the West into Brazil while they rule over everything like gods, and there are large numbers of white people who are cheering while they do it. It's madness. Our elites are able to get away with this demographic warfare due to the ideological indoctrination they have pumped into the minds of our people for decades. White Westerners have been programmed to hate ourselves. To any young person today, the anti-white propaganda and indoctrination are obvious. The establishment have voted to replace us, and have successfully programmed our societies to kill themselves through abortion, degeneracy, diversity fetishism, and demographic replacement. This is the pause that is destroying us. Brain AIDS comes from the cult-like belief that no distinction can be made between people, as this may lead to hierarchy and inequality. This is the core value of our societies, that everybody must be equal. This weaponized ideology only applies to whites. It's indoctrinated into our young from infancy, and it's being used to destroy us. It's made most of our younger generation hate their own people. It's why American colleges penalize whites and Asians when it comes to entry scores, while inflating black applications to meet racial quotas. The lie that all races are equally intellectually capable must be maintained at all costs. It's why productive and hard-working people have their incomes taxed more than lazy and less useful people. The virtuous must hand over their wealth to support the unfit, thus taking resources away from their own children to subsidize their inferiors. We see this punishment of excellence and promotion of degeneracy everywhere in our societies.
But where did it come from then? Now, there are several ways of approaching this question. Some people will focus on ethnic dynamics. Others will focus on economics. I'm going to focus on belief systems, because in my view, these are the primary impediment to people seeing our problems clearly. Once people can see their problems, they fix them. Perception is key. And this is why the financial oligarchy have worked so hard to make sure our culture is filled with false and self-destructive beliefs. These are the weapons of the oligarchs. The mass decline of faith in Christianity, which began at the Enlightenment about 300 years ago, left the peoples of Europe without a coherent philosophical framework to unify Western societies. This is an aspect of religion which is often missed by modern people, which is surprising, because in many ways it's the most important one. Religions function as civilizational software. They bind societies together and enable masses of humanity to cohere, organize, and function. In many ways, religions create civilizations. Indian civilization is the way that it is because of Hinduism. The East Asian civilizations because of Confucianism. The Middle East is a shithole because of Islam. Belief systems create civilizations. When Christianity began to falter as the religion of the West, it needed a replacement. It's my argument that it was replaced by the cult of equality, which is the religion of modernity. This religion has manifested in various forms, which could be seen as denominations in the cult of equality. The main ones of these are liberalism, the cult of political equality, and socialism, the cult of economic equality. Throughout history, the priestly class has served as legitimizers of state power and oppressors of the people. That was something at least that Marx got right, although he hid his own religious ambitions from his followers. It has always been the priests who have functioned as the propagandists for government power. If not for the priests, there would be no pyramids, no Chechen Itza, no Notre Dame, and no Borobudur. When medieval Catholicism collapsed in Northern and Western Europe during the Reformation, this function also disappeared. It's a major reason why the monarchies of Europe also collapsed. With the advent of modernity, intellectuals came to play the role of priests. It was intellectuals who whipped up the mobs to overthrow the monarchs of Europe and bring in these modern forms of government. Throughout modern history, it has been the academics and intellectuals who have functioned as priests to legitimate the state and oppress the people. Those people work in universities, entertainment, and the media today. These are big claims, and you're probably shaking your head at some of them. The biggest barrier for most people to seeing how the cult of equality works is the false belief that we live in a secular age. It's not true. All men worship, and all societies are religious. Look where you put your faith, and there you will find your God. We tend to think of liberalism and socialism as just ideologies. They are not. They are best understood as religions. 
these cults of equality emerged from the resurrected mystery cults, which had gone underground during the Christian period, and merged with teachings from Kabbalism, Gnosticism, Neoplatonism, and Jewish Talmudic occult practices. These are the magic traditions of the West, which became occult, or hidden, during the Christian period. They were brought back to prominence among the elite through secret societies such as the Bavarian Illuminati, the League of the Just, the Freemasons, the Skull and Bone Society, the Hellfire Club, and others which have been popular among the elite throughout the modern period and even to this day. These mystery cults burst forth during the Enlightenment and birthed the various political ideologies which have plagued modernity ever since. The League of the Just, of which Karl Marx was a member, became in 1847 the Communist League. The mystery cult secret societies continue to flourish among the elite to this day. Still don't think liberalism and socialism are religions? They have their own temples, seminaries, holy sites, saints, devils, inquisitors, holy scriptures, myths, prophets, and priests. Either liberalism and socialism are religions, or we need to change what we think religions are. Like Catholicism in the Middle Ages, the cult of equality is the religion of modernity. This is why you cannot today say that any one type of person is better or superior to any other type of person. It's heresy, and you'll be punished just as viciously as heretics were in the Middle Ages. Like medieval Catholicism also, the cult of equality is now so dominant and universal that people don't even realize it exists anymore. Hegemonic belief systems are always invisible to those inside them. It took Martin Luther nailing up his 95 disagreements with Catholicism for most people to even become aware of what their religious beliefs really were. We need men to do the same today, or this Western brain aids is going to get us all killed. It wasn't such a radical leap for European peoples to begin believing in these cults of political and later economic equality. One of Christianity's great innovations when it was first introduced into the Greco-Roman world was its belief in spiritual equality. All are equally accountable before God, regardless of your social status. This was a heretical notion to the ancient pagans, who believed that nobles, beautiful people, and the very talented had divine blood, and so were spiritually superior to the common mudbloods. In Christian theology, the emperor and a slave would stand equally to be judged before a righteous God if they had refused the gospel. Liberalism's foundations lay in the doctrines of natural rights. If all of us are endowed by the Creator with inalienable rights, then how can a ruling elite lord it over the rest of us? The answers were no taxation without representation, and later, one man, one vote. Under early liberal forms of government, such as the Republic of the United States, this started with just landowning white men voting. Over time, of course, the inner logic of liberalism had to work itself out. How could it be fair 
that only white landowners could vote when government decisions affected everyone. Over time, non-whites, the lower classes, and women, and even now illegal immigrants, gained the right to vote. As this happened, it led quickly to the expansion of the welfare state and the implementation of more and more socialist government programs and greater taxation. The burden for this taxation falls overwhelmingly onto white men more than other groups. Yet now, due to universal suffrage, based on the cult of political equality, the other groups can vote to take the wealth of the group who had the vote to begin with. Can you see how equality works? This is the power of belief, and is why it is crucial for us to understand the ideological weapons which are being deployed against us if we are to restore our once great civilization. The great villain of history, as far as I'm concerned, is that smelly, fat, lazy, useless alcoholic Karl Marx. He was a loser who burned through his and his wife's inheritance, sponged off rich friends, and still ended up in debtor's prison. He never worked a day in his life. He was brilliant, though, at understanding religious warfare, and he managed to turn the religion of equality into a death cult, which has killed over 200 million people over the last century. He did this by applying the Hegelian dialectic to stoke envy and hatred among any group who can be convinced they are history's losers and have been unjustly wronged. Marx was so successful because he used some pompous language voodoo to make it all sound convincing and scientific. He gave losers a religion to justify taking what they wanted from history's winners. They've been doing so ever since. In Marx's writing, he focused mainly on economics and class. He understood neither, but he knew these were powerful ways to turn people against each other. His purpose was to destroy Christian civilization and create a utopian society of perfect economic equality. It led instead to a nightmare for people wherever it has been implemented. Marx's ideas were applied mainly in the East, in Russia, China, Vietnam, Cambodia, North Korea, parts of India and elsewhere. The death toll from Eastern Marxism is horrifying and continues to this day. Now in the West, Marx's political system didn't take root as well. Liberalism was too strong in the West for Marx's centralized economic system to take hold. Instead, Marxism evolved to be applied not to class, but to identity, culture, race, religion, gender, and now even sexuality. This is cultural Marxism the brain aids which has infected large portions of Western societies today. Whenever you see someone talking about white privilege, male privilege, patriarchy, Islamophobia, transphobia, sexism, racism, or any of the other empty labels which are used to attack free thinkers in Western societies, the person saying those things is using philosophical weapons which were first forged by the pen of Karl Marx. They are joining with the death camp superintendents, the secret police, the murderers of the killing fields, and all the other Marxists who thought that all it would take is one more corpse for utopia to break out across the land. 
It is the maw of hell itself breathing on your face. Marxism always applies to misfits, perverts, oddballs, losers and dreamers. And it always ends in nightmares. The great problem for Western societies is that this brain aids has become the religion of our ruling establishment. Cultural Marxism is everywhere and dominates our universities, media, entertainment industry and political class. It has already destroyed our culture. Even the most famous movie series ever made, Star Wars, has been ruined by boring, hateful, anti-white male propaganda. They've made everything into a weapon against us. The only way this matrix of totalitarian control can be overthrown is for young men and women in the West to completely and utterly reject the cultural Marxist methods of framing thought, discussion and debate. You must reject entirely their narratives of victimhood and guilt. Because they are cultists, they believe they are morally superior to everybody else. This justifies their atrocities. Mock this and point out their hypocrisy and their cowardice. Scorn them publicly and ridicule their saints like MLK and their sacred words like diversity and tolerance. As we are seeing at Berkeley, they will resort to violence. We will probably have to fight back. That would be a happy day for us and a sad day for them and their crony backers like George Soros. Brain AIDS is a weapon the elites use against us to divide and rule. They will not give up their power easily. Expect a fight. I'm confident though that we'll win in the end. We are white males after all, right? Now if you liked this video, you'll love my book. You can check it out at this link.